is Teachable Moments with April podcast. I am your host, April. If you're a returning listener, I appreciate you and welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome and thank you. To everyone listening, remember, Teachable Moments are all around us. Enjoy. So I've seen um, some um, information online in regards to, I believe, a young lady who has a YouTube channel and um, uh, probably a podcast from what it looks at looks like. And the header for her uh, particular video or podcast is Trans Man's Bible Breakdown. And it shows, she says, it's a female who was transitioned to live as a man, recently went viral after speaking about having a difficulty, having a lot of difficulty making deep friendships after transitioning, saying, nobody warned me that being a man is lonely. Is this just a product of attempting to live as a man when one is not a man biologically, or is there actually something amiss or wrong with how men relate to each other? contains pre-recorded content. Alright, so after reading this um, particular blog by this gentleman, Andrew uh, T. Walker, I agree with everything he has said here. Um, there's a lot of things that we're not going to understand about this because this transcends our understanding in some areas Um, and um, my take on it is I'm okay with that okay I'm okay with that there are certain things that we don't have the capacity it doesn't mean that we are dumb or um, stupid there are just certain things that we're not going to understand, that God is going to understand it. And um, since we're dealing with other forces as well, because we are in a spiritual war, the beings on the other spectrum of God, which is um, the devil and his followers, they are not human like us. So they're going to be things that they're going to have and how we all ended up in the situation that we are now, what I go back to all the time is the Garden of Eden. Okay, and that tree, okay, of that forbidden knowledge that we were not meant to partake of. Knowledge that was not meant for us. Okay, that is actually proven some of that knowledge from that tree. The devil has handed down to mankind and it has been very detrimental to our existence here on earth okay we cannot handle it that's why God told us not to told Adam and Eve not to partake of that tree we are not equipped to to handle that forbidden knowledge wanting to be our own God 
to see God as a tyrant and holding us back and us being our own God. We can't handle it. Okay? And we have destroyed this earth with that forbidden knowledge that Satan has tried to help us and be our benevolent benefactor. We have poisoned the air, the water, the food, each other. We have done things to each other and to ourselves that prove to me beyond a shadow of a doubt that we need God. We cannot be our own gods. We're not capable of it. Let God be God. Okay, and let us be us. That's my take on that. Okay, so I want to bring up something that happened. I don't know, was it last month? And this has to do with the whole transgender um, um, debate or agenda or the topic was a senator that I saw, I believe she is from Nebraska, and I think her name is Michaela Kavanaugh, and she was talking at with at some political event, and she was advocating for trans rights, and I think that she's also a key player in the Planned uh, Parenthood um, set up there, okay, infrastructure. And it became, some of of what she talked about went viral from what I understand. I had never heard of her before. I was not familiar with her before. But she became very emotional. It's probably an understatement. And she started to chant, is my word for it, the same thing over and over and over again. It started out, she was very calm at first, and she was smiling initially. But as she continued to say the same thing over and over, like it was a mantra or a chant, it became abundantly clear that she was becoming very, very upset. And she started to really, really sob. Um, So it seemed as if she was very emotionally invested in what she was chanting and what she was chanting was this if you hadn't seen this particular uh, clip of her or video uh, clip of her that went viral trans people belong here we need trans people we love trans people okay And every time she did it, now she pointed out at the beginning when she was calm, is that that's what they're saying in the lobby. Okay. Um, She smiled very sweetly, but then she started to kind of spin out of control fast and to the point where it's just like she's beside herself. And I guess she feels as if keeping in context with the information that I just read from the blog is that trans people are not loved and that they're made to feel like they don't belong and that they are not needed okay so if we're going to operate from this article this blog and from uh, a Christ-like mindset and compassion um this is what I'm taking from that. 
that's how I'm going to read that. I was actually very disturbed by watching her do this, that how emotional she got. Now, I don't know if she herself, what, where she, is she transgender? I don't know. And I guess I could have found it if I researched her, but I, I didn't. But I did hope to address what I'm talking about now in regards to her. I don't know. I don't know is is she what her I don't know if she's straight. I guess that's what I'm trying to get out if she's straight or whatever because of how how upset she got. I mean, it was like it was like watching sort of a train wreck in a way. Um she seemed tormented even. So that's what made me say what I'm saying. I'm wondering where does she stand personally with this? Um So anyway, so she says, also as she kept going, she says that um, she will not rest in her fight to protect the children. So this isn't just about transgender people, adults. It seems like she was hyper-focused, which is a commonality, I see, with a lot of things, but especially with the transgenderism movement is the children our children okay our children not just uh, our personal children but children as a whole and referring to them as our children that is this is what bugs me a little bit um, about it to be honest with you I'm going to be honest with you I'm going to keep it 100 is when you bring in children in it Okay, there's one thing you dealing with it yourself and other adults. When you start to reach out and touch children and pull them in it, whether they like it or not. And there and there have been instances in which I have seen actual children who are very articulate, letting adults know that they don't want to partake of it and they are being forced to participate in it. That bothers me a great deal. Okay. When children have the articulation and the intellect to let you know, I don't want any part of this. I don't want to have story time with these people. You know, the people who are from this particular community or train of thought or their philosophies I don't want it. I don't feel comfortable. They're letting you know. So if you care about children and you're fighting for the children and the children are actually telling them themselves, the actual children, I don't like this. I feel uncomfortable. I don't want it. And you force them. Then I have a problem with that. addition to um, what Michaela um, Kavanaugh said, the senator from Nebraska, she also went on to say in another viral clip, and she was really sobbing um, this time, um, she was saying that the legislation um, or the legislating bodies were uh, unfeeling and that, um, that they were allowing they were allowing people or they to hurt the kids 
to hurt the kids. Um, maybe I did not look at or have access to the entire, um, like I said, it was a clip, so clearly I didn't, as to what uh, the point of reference of, of who they were and what, how exactly were they going to hurt the kids and she felt that it was her um, designated job to protect them and fight for them. She just seemed very bereft. Like she was just, at some points, looked hysterical almost. And she looked very tormented. And she looked as if she actually, she really believed that that the children were being jeopardized and threatened and they needed someone to protect them and that meant that it was her okay and I'm all for like I said protecting children but I also believe that children should be allowed to be children they should be able to grow they should not be given things that are going to disrupt the natural process that their bodies, their young bodies, need to go through. Okay. Now, I know that one of, I am aware, I'm not out of touch completely, you know, that there are some people that have um, argued and and have shared people in general have shared there are some people that argued that said that they knew that from a certain age a very young age that they felt that they were in the wrong body so I get that's the stance or the perspective that some people are operating from but like I said earlier children as a child we've all Every last one of us has been a child. A lot of times what we perceive or want to be, like, let me give an example. When you're a kid and you're coming up, you want to be all the things that exist. You want to be a ballerina. You want to be a puppy dog. You want to be, you know, you want to be a unicorn. You want to be, for me, I wanted to be Wonder Woman. I I have just so many things and it would change in the blink of an eye when you're a kid okay and I believe it to be the process of of growing up okay you want to be all these things now realistically you're not going to be any of those things (laughs) a lot of those things you're not going to be Wonder Woman you're not going to be a puppy dog you're not going to be a unicorn you're not going to be a jelly bean I mean let's be real okay because you're a child okay you're still learning you're not an adult to actually, I mean, let's think about this. A lot of the times, people in the field, people who are psychologists, psychiatrists, and other people with all the accolades and different things that have to do with the human psyche, they will say this is something that all people go through. Boys, girls are going to go through, but they're going to outgrow it. Okay. The next thing is this is that one particular evening I came across some audio and a video 
of interviews of people who started out, they were allowed to transition and they were allowed to transition in a very early age and now they're young adults. I could not listen to the entire video, audio, looking at it because it had me crying. There are a lot of young people out there, young adults now, that were allowed to do it, who were fast-tracked to transition, and they are hurting. They are contemplating suicide because they realized that they had made a mistake, that this was something they didn't want, and they don't know where to turn, and the people that fast-track them to transition have turned a blind eye and they have totally abandoned them those are their words not my words their words and the things that they have to do especially in regards to boys who have transitioned into being females there are certain things that they must do okay to maintain once they've had sexual reassignment they no longer have their male body part down there the things that they're doing and the pain they have infections it is those those voices of those young people are being they're out there because I was able to access to listen to some of it, but I couldn't because I started to really, really sob and I couldn't take it. I wanted to hear it, but I could not continue to listen to it that particular evening. And I haven't gone back. I plan to go back and listen because I want to hear and I care as another human being how they, even if I don't know them. But their, their stories are being stifled because there are certain people that want to stifle them. They could tell the story better than anyone because they're living it. But they are literally going out of their minds. And the people that help them to transition are not helping them. So if we are to protect trans children and trans people why are their stories being stifled why aren't they supporting them why aren't they helping them they said the very people who help them transition want nothing to do with them how is that protecting them how is that loving them okay I mean they're hurting they're hurting. They're people that hurt them. They helped them to do it. But now that they said, oh my God, I think I made a mistake. I, I, psychologically, they're losing their minds. They're sobbing. They're crying. And then you totally leave them. How is that helping and protecting them? Who's helping and protecting them now? You're supposed to stand by their side through it all. Where did you go? Can anyone answer that for me? I mean, that that upsets me because (laughs) how are you helping them? How are you protecting them? How? 
They're looking, they're reaching out, they're crying out for help. They don't know what they are now. They're somewhere in between. They can't make it back. Where are you? When you love someone and you want to protect them and you want to fight for them, you stand by their side. You don't stand by their side when they do something you want them to do. And then when they start talking something else, you ghost them. They can't find you. Where you at? You gone. That's not love. That's not protecting. That's abandonment. So a lot of of the young people who said that they transitioned, they also said that you go through that when you're a teenager, you're, you're awkward. You're still trying to find out who you are just as a person, not necessarily male or female. Okay. You're, you're unsure. You're awkward. You're um, looking for validation and acceptance. That's the whole growth, what they call growing pains, part of growing pains. And then they find acceptance. They say when they go on social media and, and certain, um, certain places that have to do with transgenderism and, um, and stuff as to that extent, they felt accepted. I get it. Okay. And then they decide to transition, but then they realize that this is not for them. And yet again, they are left in the lurch. So what they're actually looking for is not necessarily what they find. And this is this is the thing about being human. We're looking for someone to love us, but the love that we are seeking is not necessarily from another human being. We were created to seek that love from God. Okay? That's why when people come to know God, they connect. Like myself. You realize that all of your life, thus far, the love that you were seeking in a man, and for some people, for men, for women was a love of course you that's what you're seeking because that's how God made you but the love that you essentially are looking for was really meant for God and to worship him and love him and him from love you back that was the essentially the love that you were truly searching but by us being disconnected from God through this society in this world We start searching for that love in other places. Okay. And you never are fulfilled. That's the thing that I had to come to realize. The love that I wanted, I would never find it in another human. Because the love that I sought was from God. An imperfect human being is never going to deliver that love to you at that level. That's how God made us. But we keep searching and running and jumping from man to man, woman to woman. We are never, and you, you are left wanting. It is because the love that you ultimately seek will never be found in another human being. So, I've got off topic, but 
this agenda here needs to really be looked at, okay? I agree. The pain that people are feeling in this particular article by Andrew T. Walker, (laughs) the pain is real, but I think I know that we must step back and take it to God. Whatever side that you are on, are you for transgenderism or you're maybe not for transgenderism or you're somewhere in between? You're not, you haven't really picked a side yet. And eventually you will have to pick a side. But with all things, the, the bottom line is that you take it to God and that you ask and request for the power of discernment. And for him to lift the veil of deception that has been been put on this world, on this society, walking around, living in this society, but not truly seeing what's actually before you. We've all been there. Little by little, little by, I've talked about this, of the deception me looking at things and saying, oh my God, it's been in my face the entire time, but I didn't see it. I'm starting to see. I can't say I see everything now because I don't, but I am. The veil is being lifted. Take all things to him and ask for him to help you to see what is actually taking place. Like I said, I'm an imperfect human being and I don't understand all the nuances of what is going on with our fellow human beings who feel that they are not in the right body. This gender dysphoria. I don't understand it completely. There's a lot that I don't know and I may never know. Um, but with all things, take it to God. If, if you hear this episode you hear this podcast and you are one of the people who is suffering and you feel as if um, you're in the wrong body. All I can say to you is that you take it to God. Do not let what people are saying about people who are Christians, even if you Take it to God. Bypass that. Don't even get into that. You forge your own relationship with God. Bypass all that. The church and all of that. If that is what your hang up is. Okay, and I get it. Take it to the Heavenly Father. Take it to the source. That would be Jehovah God and His Son, Jesus Christ. And start to truly and authentically have a relationship with him. And let him speak to you through the Holy Spirit. And lead you to where you need to be. Okay? That's what you need to do. You don't have to listen to me. Because I'm an imperfect human being like you. But I do have love for my fellow human beings. And I hate to see anyone in any type of pain or suffering, whether I've experienced it myself or not. But I do want what's best for everyone. 
if that makes sense. It may sound corny, but I am 100% um, real with that. Okay? I don't have the answers. I don't have all the answers. But he does. So just like I go to him, you go to him. Like I said, I have dealt with a lot of things and I still am. I'm not free from it. I'm just like everybody else trying to do the best I can. Um, But there are a lot of things that I've done that I knew were wrong. I knew them. But I didn't totally uh, rebuke God and I didn't rebuke the Bible and, and just tell you, you know, they're wrong. I'm right. No, I knew I was wrong. And I knew that I needed to get right and it seemed like it took me a very 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 long time (laughs) to get close to right (laughs) I knew that 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 I needed to though I know that I needed to and I'm still working it's a work in progress but I seek him to the best of my ability and he knows I believe he I feel I don't claim to know what God feels, but I I feel like he sees that I am trying and I'm putting forth an effort in my own way to grow closer and to learn his word and try to be as close in an alignment to his word that he gave all of us. Going by his word, not my word, his word. And I hope that what I have said here has reached someone and can benefit someone. And I remember when, I don't know, was it last year or the year before last, I um, started to send out like like little um, things on my podcast uh, requesting people to come forth and talk about and share their story about um, being um, gender dysphoric um, or dysphoria and I didn't really get um, any I didn't get any um, anyone to come forth and I understand why I do and I even um, I did get a response from someone they were telling me to stop doing it which I understood why they said that too. They told me to stop doing it because people would label me as being more or less um, a hater. Um, I, that was not my, my mission. That was not where I was coming from. I understand why that person conveyed that to me. But I just genuinely wanted to understand. Because at that point, I didn't realize that there were people, young people that were coming forward that felt that they had made a mistake. That they had went through with this, you know, and they had made a mistake and they felt like they were abandoned by the people that helped them transition. And they were in pain. And I wanted to understand and I wanted to give them a platform. Even though I don't have a lot of people that listen to my podcast, I still wanted to let people know that they were welcome. 
that they would have a place where they could have a voice because a lot of the things at that time when I did that they felt over and over again I listened to one to several things that were similar and a lot of the young people felt abandoned like I said and they felt like no one cared about how they felt now that they had transitioned they felt unheard they felt forgotten they felt abandoned and I wanted to let people know not to exploit them to judge them um, to hate on them I wanted to let them know okay I have my own podcast if you want to come on here and tell your story and reach somebody and share your story that would make me feel amazing and I understood why when I didn't but I did feel a little sad because I was like that's not what what I'm trying to do is to be a hater or or whatever just a concern a concerned adult someone that's saying hey you can come forth and you can speak here and if I can help in any way I'd like to do that that's all I was trying to to do but eventually obviously I dropped it my concern or my interest didn't die away of course but I said okay I don't want to offend I don't want to do any of that because I'm trying to understand it as well you know but you know it is what it is so all I can really say is if you're listening to this and you are part of this particular you're you're struggling with this or you know someone that is struggling with this and you don't know what to do I would just give my advice you can take it or not I would like you to take it though is to take everything to God just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. I also encourage you to become a paid subscriber in order to gain access to subscriber-only exclusive episodes and content. As always, be well and stay blessed. Until next time.